This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. Today, I'm very excited because I'm going to be interviewing Carrie, and she is the co-founder of Zen Den and an intuitive healer and entrepreneur. So today, what we're going to talk about is I'm going to get her to share her story because she has an amazing story to do with healing and spirituality and breathwork and Reiki and just all of these incredible things. And I discovered Zen Den last fall, and that's when I started going, and I had my first sound bowl class, and I really love the experience. And then Carrie's now my Reiki master and I've been certified in Reiki. So I just really want to bring her on the channel today and have her share her story. And we're just going to talk about all fun things with intuitive nature and spirituality and all of that. So Carrie, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us where you're Yay. from. And we're just going to dive into this convo. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. I'm originally from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, that's where I grew up. Um, born in Cambridge, Ontario, but I spent the majority of my upbringing in Edmonton, good old prairie land. Um, and yeah, I've always been very spiritual and um, I have two older sisters, a younger brother, and my mom's been always very spiritual too. And so her and I just have a very, very close connection. Um, and she just would introduce me to this stuff and she would um, bring me to spiritual bookstores and crystal stores in Edmonton and there weren't that many but she started uh, she would always see psychics actually and she saw psychics even before we were born and um, she just loved it because they would really be super accurate sometimes and um, she would notice how things would just unravel and become true um, so she started introducing me to um, this amazing psychic in Edmonton who's now passed, but her name was Donna and she was incredible. Um, I would see her every once in a while, like starting, I think around the age 16. And um, she just told me so many things that I couldn't believe that someone else could see in me. And growing up in Edmonton, um, I always wanted to get into acting and then entertainment industry, but there obviously at Edmonton, there's nothing there for that. And when I sat down with Donna, she instantly connected with it and saw that I had this dream and I wanted to leave and I always felt like I wanted to go and she was just so spot on with everything. And for once, I really felt like someone could hear me and see me because I would always tell my parents like, put me in acting classes, I want to do this, like, put me in this, put me in that, I really want to explore this. And they're like, there's nothing here, like, you're dreaming, like, you know, this isn't um, like reality. And so she really encouraged me to follow my dreams. And um, even before that, I, would, I wanted to get into aesthetics and um, right after high school when everyone was going to business school, it was kind of like, you know, sometimes when you feel like everyone else is doing something, so you feel like you maybe need to do that. So I even felt, thought at one point, like, should I go into business? Everyone else is doing that, like, this is weird. But like a part of me kept wanting to do more creative stuff. And, so I'd go to her and I'd get some insight and ask her, okay, what should I do? And she's like, you know what? One day you're going to own your own studio. You're going to, you don't need business. If you went into business right now, you would probably like um, just leave. Like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like it. You would just flunk out of it. And 
So she's like, you know, I feel like you need to go into this area, go into the creative, go into aesthetics because, you know, business is going to come later down, down the road. And I was like, okay. And all these things she said, she's like, you're going to, you're going to be living by water one day. You're going to be traveling for your job, um, Western Canada. She said all of these things. And I finally moved to Vancouver, um, years later and worked for a company where I was an account executive. I had Western Canada as my territory. So I was traveling everything. She said, it was crazy. And I just, I, I listened, I listened to exactly what she would tell me because I felt like this woman knows something. Like I knew because she knew me, even though she didn't even know who I was at all. I sat in her chair and she told me everything about myself. And I'm like, how does this woman know me? Like, how does, how does how she see this in me? My potential, my, what I hold for myself. And so she was actually a psychic that even gave me my first tarot deck. She's like, you're going to be like me one day. And it's funny because at the time I was like, I don't want to be a tarot reader. I want to be an actress. Like, this is weird. <laughs> like, okay, but I'll take it anyways. So I'd always like to go for reading. So I was always very drawn to this work. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until I, I remember I still held the dream of acting for a couple years after I, I finished the aesthetics. Um, and I was like, I need to leave. Like, I don't want to be older and always wonder like what could have been if I even did give acting a shot and I just felt like something in me was like you need to leave and Edmonton never felt like my place so I went to her and she's like yeah I do see you you're gonna go and you're gonna live in Toronto for a little bit but Vancouver is gonna be your home and that's how it ended up I was only in Toronto for a couple months and then I came to Vancouver gave my shot at acting was in the serving industry got fired from almost every serving job and I was like I can't do this anymore this is not for me um and then I got back into um, the aesthetics and the beauty world. And it's funny, it's like kind of like the book, The Alchemist, how there's like the different stages he goes through and like one thing, maybe years pass, benefits him like five oh, years yeah. in the future, he doesn't realize it. And that's how it was for aesthetics because my dad, he would always kind of make me feel really bad about it because he helped me, he helped pay for the aesthetic school and it wasn't cheap. And it was only like a nine month program. And I only was an esthetician for about six months. So when I had to leave the whole um, serving industry and I just felt like, okay, you know, in order to survive in Vancouver, I, I need to give up on this acting thing right now and just get into a job that's gonna give me stability. And I kept hearing from this one girlfriend how, you know, people that work for L'Oreal, like they have benefits package and salary and the incredible, um perks and, and all and, and all that so I was like all right I'll look into it and it's funny because the reason why I got into it was because of my aesthetics background having the diploma for aesthetics even though um it didn't require me to do any aesthetics work it was actually a men's skincare line that got me brought into it so it's crazy how when you think about all the different stages of life like nothing's ever a mistake or a waste of time you know, so I always think back to that, like I was drawn to that for a reason, even though I had to give up on it. And it was through account executive work that gave me the experience of owning and managing businesses and different accounts, managing a team and, and hiring and, and learning sales. So that what, that's another step in what kind of um, got me closer to the dream of own, opening this business. Because I always wondered, I'm like, what does this business consist of? And I would always ask Donna, what is this? What do you see? Cause I would even go to different psychics and they, every psychic would tell me, I see you owning a business one day. It's a studio. And 
um, she was very specific. She's like, you're going to own it with this guy. I think you're going to end up with who's an actor. And I was like, oh, okay. And, um, yeah, <laughs> oh it was God. crazy. Like she was very, very spot on. Um, but yeah, it was just all these little stages and, and stuff. And, um, it wasn't until I really had to discover all the different energy modalities and, um, get on, um, my spiritual journey of awakening and, really healing a lot of the stuff that I was going through. Like I really needed to step into my sobriety in order to shift me into this uh, new direction. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my sobriety. I wouldn't be, wouldn't have manifested this at all. And I always kind of wondered like, where is this business? Why isn't this happening? And I think back, I was like, I really needed to shift and get onto this certain vibration and heal a lot of that stuff. So um, yeah. That's kind of how I stepped into this. And um, there's a lot more to it. I could like ramble on for, for hours about this. Um, but I finally discovered my purpose once I did give up the drinking and I got my first Reiki healing. Um, I always describe it like the veil was lifted when I had my first Reiki healing. And it wasn't anything she said. It was just a really deep realization and the form of like, the level of clarity that I was able to gain from that Reiki healing was just out of this world. I was blown away. And I remember sitting down with her after the session. She's like, how are you feeling? And I was like, whoa, bawling my eyes out. I never want to drink again. And I would always tell myself around that age, I was 26, um, that, you know, I probably around 40 years old, I'll stop drinking. I'll give it up then. I have it under control because I would always take a month off drinking. And that's why I went to her because it was one of my one month sobriety stints that I would just kind of give myself a detox. And I told myself all these things, you know, I have it under control. I can take a month off. My friends can't even take a week off. Like, it's not that bad. Like, my life is good, you know? And I always just tell myself these things. And it wasn't until that Reiki healing that really showed me like, no, this is what your life is going to be like. I really saw this long into the future projection of what I was doing and what I was going to manifest and how I wasn't going to achieve the, these goals that I really want for myself. And um, so that's why I, I just, I love any kind of these energy modalities because it really opens you up. And a lot of people are living in this fog and they're, they're, you know, going about their days confused and facing the same obstacles and the same self-limiting beliefs and the same patterns. And then they're like, Oh, I don't know. Like what is life anymore? And why am I feeling stuck all the time? But it's like, we just need to peel that layer off and really get to the core and, and connect to our authentic self. I feel, I feel like that's the missing link that a lot of people aren't um, getting with a lot of this stuff. And then once you discover and kind of open yourself up and um, just peel back those layers, that's when you really start to realize like, wow, there's something more to this. Like now I understand my shit and now I'm facing all these things and sometimes it's not easy it's like the dark night of the soul but you get through it and it's just incredible what's on the other side of it oh yeah i i love it's so funny because we've always we've known each other now for almost a year but just what mm -hmm. you were sharing about you know being an account executive like that's the role that i'm in right now for my nine to five and just me getting into reiki and then obviously building my mm -hmm. coaching business like 
it's just funny because we I, I just realized we have even more parallels than I expected and wow, I'm like oh my so god awesome. I know right so I'm like this is obviously you know like a sign from the universe like Carrie's coming into my life and now you know we're becoming closer as friends and whatnot and it's like you've helped me on my healing journey and it's just I no, think that's I love so it. yeah no I think that's I so love it it's awesome cool. and yeah. yeah and that's the thing too it's like you it's you'll have these moments or these people and you're like whoa there's something here like Donna was like that for me too and it's funny because all my readings and the way that I do my sessions are very similar to how she would sit down with you and tell and she really looked into your soul and really saw you where all these other tarot readers I would go to it was like they didn't really see me like I don't know how to describe it it was almost like they were just wanting to like more fortune tell or something. And it was like, she was like a healer, you know, she was a healer tarot reader where a lot of these tarot readers are just like, okay, this is what I see for you. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. Send you on your way. And then you kind of leave like, but how do I get there? Like what's next? You know? So that's why I really felt like Donna, she would always tell me to no drinking, no drugs. And I'd always go back to just like, Oh, just be careful. Like no drinking, no drugs. I was like, I'm 20 two or whatever I'm, I'm I'm just getting started like what are you talking about and then I realized after years went on I had to figure it out myself but I always thought back like I remember her saying that that you know she'd always tell me um give me more than than just what she saw in the future there's a lot of guidance to it for sure yeah and that's where a lot of people are now shifting their focus when they do these kind of sessions are more like you're combining healing work for sure like yeah, people. It, it is. It's funny because I'm so used to this, these kinds of conversations, like talking about, you know, the laws of the universe and energy healing and, you know, Reiki and breath work and all this, like, this is like, <clears throat> for me, this is like my normal. And so it was so funny because when I was visiting my family in Victoria the last week, you know, I, I did a Reiki hypnosis session with my sister, but I had other people that I, you know, was kind of interacting with over the week that I was there and they were like, oh, like, what's Reiki? What's this? And as I started to kind of explain it, or I'd start talking about, you know, energy and, and the laws of the universe, and I, I would be like saying it, and I'm like, Jesus, like, I don't feel, it was very interesting, like, I didn't feel safe trying to explain it, because I was like, I don't know if this is going to make sense to them, because for me, it took a while to really digest it and accept it, but mm -hmm. it's, it's such a, it's such a grounding thing, you know, like, really taking the time to understand, like, what manifestation is, and understanding, like, what happens when we pay attention to our vibration, you know, and really embracing, like, obviously you were open and receptive to hearing what Donna had to say to you and kind of, she kind of planted these seeds and then they grew. Right. But it's like, I think that if somebody in our life is, you know, a healer and they want the best for us, that they, what they say and do to us and for us will impact us at the right time. And I think yeah. that, that's everything, but really the yeah. whole thing is such a journey. And like you said later, like earlier about peeling back the layers, you know, like, you know, I remember when I started meditating, like I've been meditating now for like 400 days in a row and I do it every single day. Yeah. And it's just That's awesome. This is something that I wish more people did because meditation is, is like amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's always on my list for like, when I give people guidance, like make sure med meditating is your number one. Like, it's just crazy how it shifts. So many people are dealing with anxiety and stress and then feeling like ah oh, I'm like I'm, I'm burdened with all these feelings and emotions I have to take these pills and it's like 
or they're just not even doing anything about it and they're allowing it to just control them and take over their lives but it's like it's so simple like meditation literally shifts that and i i notice like any time that i have that feeling the anxiety it starts to come up i start to really observe okay why am i feeling like this and that's what meditating gives you that opportunity of being aware and taking yes. that time to even check in like okay checking in with yourself and then the solution of okay now i really got to ground myself and breathe close my eyes and take a couple minutes even to meditate i had i get like that a lot in the mornings for some reason a lot of the times i'll wake up at like 6 or 5 or something or 7 like where i'm just instantly i get this flood of anxiety it's the weirdest thing and i know in that moment i have to meditate like instantly i have to just take that time don't even look at my phone because i have do have a habit of like grabbing it instantly so my alarm is attached to it so it's hard um but i do like, i'm noticing how much it shifts like just after even a couple of minutes if i don't have much time um yeah. right in the, the beginning as soon as i wake up just like take a couple minutes and i'll give myself reiki instantly and it just takes it away so like that soothing kind of like feeling how it just takes over and i'm noticing things now like where meditation gives you that clarity like i'm like okay like i kept going oh my god each morning i was feeling like so much anxiety and then it would carry through the whole day and then sometimes i would just get set off like i wouldn't have where i was noticing the triggers of it or a lot of people don't have the awareness of it right and they just kind of like it's just so fast and their minds are busy so i'm noticing even like um, my emails, I don't have notifications on for emails anymore. And I'm noticing a huge difference throughout the day or any time, like, especially when I wake up, if their emails are all on my phone, I, I'll notice, I'll get like a wave of anxiety. So even taking that away, it's made my anxiety come down like huge percentage. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And I think the, one of the reasons why meditation is so powerful, is because like you said, when you talk about this anxiety, like usually when we feel anxieties because we're, we're, we're like too, like if we, if we see ourselves as like the center of a circle, for example, or like the base of a pyramid, it's like our experience, like our physical body or breathing is like present. It's right here. Like we can touch it. Right. And so when we get anxious, it's because we're going beyond ourselves and we're thinking about all the things, like all the things I have to do today. What did I have to do for work? The groceries, like Oh, you think about the argument you had with somebody last week and it's just all these overarching things in our circle. And yeah. so when we take the time to meditate, whether it's a couple of minutes, like you said, what happens is you bring yourself back to the base of that pyramid or the center of the circle. And it's just, you just get to be. And I, it's funny because I was noticing myself in the last couple of weeks when I was meditating was that I would get into such a peaceful state. Like people think meditation is like, oh, what, you just don't think anything? It's like, of course not. You definitely mm -hmm. think things when you're meditating, right? And some days are easy, like quote, easier than others. But I was observing myself just being. And that was so powerful because I was sitting there quietly. I wasn't moving, eyes were closed, I was breathing. And I was just noticing myself and it was like, I'm just literally just breathing in the flesh, not wow. doing anything. And it was so, it was so peaceful. And I thought oh, this is love amazing. That. Yeah, it was so peaceful and it was like so deep. You know, when you get to that point of relaxation, you could almost fall asleep, but then you're able to hold. Yeah, that, the that void. Level. You're like yeah. right in the. Oh, yeah. Like right on the cusp. Like could fall asleep, but you're mm -hmm. not going to. Like it's such a deep state of relaxation. Yeah. The beautiful thing is that this is accessible to anyone. 
And yeah. you know, that's why I'm always preaching. And it doesn't take that long, I find sometimes. Yeah. To get to to the to that state. And so it's like boggles my mind when, when people are like, oh, but it's too hard or I can't um I can't do it or I don't have time. It's like it takes a couple minutes even, even a couple minutes. And I'll have to do that throughout the day sometimes. Cause throughout the days, especially if I have caffeine. And I'm like, oh no, like there's now too much caffeine or if I have it on an empty stomach, I'll get that wave sometimes like in my chest starts to kind of build. I'm like, and then just take that moment, just breathe, check in, become present. And then just maybe even close my eyes for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Instantly. Yeah. It just I love how, yeah, no, I, I love how for you, you, you do it kind of throughout the day. Like you interrupt your moments where you're experiencing these like, you know, negative emotions, for example. And for me, like I do it always first thing in the morning and I do the self self Reiki as well. And I find that the thing is for the listeners, like there's no right way to meditate. The yeah. Really, really like whatever works for you, like where, wherever you can fit it in. And that's why I like to even um, attend the classes as much as I can too. I, well, I love meditating in the bath. I feel like that's my kind of ritual. That's my little time I do it. Um, and I always have to do it before private sessions as well. It's just to ground, especially if I'm doing intuitive work, I have to tune in, um, start connecting with them. It's so much easier that way to channel information. Um, but yeah, even the classes, like that just like, it peels so much off of you. There's yeah. so many times where I've had anxiety or just feeling stressed or just off. And then the class ends and I'm like back to normal. Like I'm just back to my regular self and it just feels so nice. I'm at peace. Like, oh, like so much just lifts off you. Yeah. Like sound healing. And that's why majority of the classes we offer are a combination of either a um, Reiki healing or sound. Yeah. It's like more focused on just like peeling back those layers. Oh yeah. Relieving that stress or relieving the anxiety. Yeah. Can you, can you talk a bit more about how you started Zenden and more specifically yeah. what Zenden is and just so everyone knows this is in <laughs> Vancouver BC and Gastown so if you're listening to this and you're in Vancouver you're coming to visit you yeah. have to go yeah yeah and we do live streams too yeah so oh, that's even right. if you're not in, in Vancouver but it, yeah it's so um how it started so I was on my um one month sobriety stint and I uh, just just described how I was introduced to Reiki healing and I would see her once a week. So um, I had the benefits package. That's why I even wanted to go and get an energy healing is because I've always heard about it and I was working for Two Face Cosmetics at the time and I had like my first ever benefits package ever in my life. So like, I gotta take advantage of this. It's September, like I'm gonna, it's gonna expire. So I looked for a massage therapist that also did energy healing and I just asked like, can you do maybe a combination or like just put it under? <laughs> Cause I really wanna try this. And so, yeah, I would see her once a week because I was noticing how much it was working, like after that first experience of like the veil lifting. And then I, it ran out and I couldn't afford, you know, especially 26 year old in Vancouver, I couldn't afford the hundred dollar something a session. And so I just got back into my drinking, my same routine that I was doing. Eight months later, I woke up to hearing a voice telling me it's done, you're done you're going to become a Reiki healer now. And I, it was such a strong feeling. And so I went and signed up instantly for my Reiki level one. And then I took an ayahuasca ceremony um, where they had sound healing. And I was like, wow, why isn't there a place like this? Like, and I was, became friends with the guy that put the 
uh, ceremony on. So I would give him Reiki healing and he would give me sound healing. So my first ever sound healing where I didn't even have a plant medicine, it was just, just sound. I'll never forget driving home on a Friday night and being so just like, it was like, I was jacked up. I was like, this is incredible. This feeling of like, wow, like what was coursing through my body after that sound bath. I was just like, why isn't there a place that offered a drop-in system that you can go and almost like a yoga class. Like it just blew my mind to think that there wasn't anything. And then I thought back to how my Reiki session was like, I couldn't afford it either. And I'm like, well, maybe we could do like group Reiki even like maybe it would be like meditation healing center. And we, and I was like, this is what the studio that all these psychics kept telling me I was going to own. Like, this is what it's going to be. I was like, this is awesome. Cause I always thought maybe it would be makeup or something because I was, um, you know, just aesthetics and makeup. So I'd always ask Donna, what is this place? She's like, I don't know. There's a lot of women. There's a lot of lights. Like we have like all these crazy funky lights and a lot of women do majority do come to us are women. So she never could figure out. Um, and I, don't, I feel like the, my guys probably weren't like, you know, I needed to discover this by myself. So she couldn't get that information. Um, but it was just, I knew right then and there, and I would always have um, a dream journal and I would just write in there my manifestations. And I wrote how I wanted to manifest now like the studio and that it's going to be meditations with healing and sound baths and Oracle circles, like with Oracle cards and all that. Um, and it's funny cause I went to this one psychic who she's not there anymore, but she was on Broadway and it was called like Mystic Psychic. And she's like, you're gonna have a studio in Gastown. This was years and years ago, like 2012 or something. She's like, your studio is gonna be in Gastown. And it's so crazy because I had just um, started dating Andrew, who's my boyfriend, business partner. And we were only a month and a half dating. And I'll never forget it, it was the craziest thing. And this is everyone out there, um, I recommend to pray. It's like when I give people this advice, they're like, but I'm not religious. I'm like, I'm not religious. I'm more spiritual. I was just praying to my angels and the universe. And so it's so crazy how that, how it all happened. And I was just, just newly started dating Andrew. He was all excited because he was going to the Island for his, um, second season at the time for this television show. And he like, that's his dream career is acting. He's been doing it since he was a little kid. He was just in his element. He was feeling so just on cloud nine. And I saw that in him and thinking, wow, I, I really want to manifest my business already, my studio. And I now was a year and a half sober. I gave up everything, my old lifestyle. I was a Reiki level one healer. I was surrounding myself around all these people that are spiritual. We'd have these um, uh, Saturday night, like group little like cacao evenings with like my spiritual friends. And I'm like, and I always had to, I was always trying to figure out the how, like, do I need to get like a little apartment with like another little room and just months and months, like just like constantly just making myself sick over trying to figure out how I'm going to start this business. So in that moment, I hadn't even had like a moment of like being a little bit jealous and seeing how like, wow, like he's really in his element and he's just loving life. I wish that I could manifest my, my studio right now, but I was already so happy because I was also another part of it was I was you know, really sad for many years because I was single and I was never able to find someone. It was also a big reason why I even gave up drinking. Um, so I wanted to manifest someone. So I was like, you know, like in that moment, it's like, you know, you're happier now. You have everything 
you want, like, just give it up, Carrie. Cause I was just constantly thinking about how to start this business. So I just prayed to my angels in that moment. I'll never forget it. And be like, please angels, let me like, please help me manifest this business. Take this load off of me. Like, I don't want to have to deal with this burden anymore of like just every day going to work and feeling just so sad. And it was, it, I was just over the cosmetic industry at that point. It was really hard to go to work because it was just not resonating with me anymore. And so I gave it up and I'll never forget it because I really did release and I, I finally surrendered to it. And it was a big weight that I felt lifted. So that's why I tell everyone just pray and give your word. It's like, there's even a thing about like worry stones that you can see in crystals, crystal stores, the little angel, like hand your worries over to the angels. And it's really like, I, it was crazy the shift that happened and I let it go. And over the course of these three days that happened, I remember going to work. And it's kind of like the secret when like, you know, in the, the book, the secret of the movie, when they're like, yeah, you have to pretend like if you want that car, you pretend yeah. you're in the car and it's like, you really feel it, you smell the leather. Um, so yeah. it's funny, I'll never forget going to Coquitlam and I had to do this training of, I was working for Urban Decay now. And I remember having to train the, this new product line. And for once I was actually like, wow, I was that that was really fun. Like, because I went, I remember pretending I was going to my, my new studio and I was training my staff or something. And I really did role play the whole time, even though they obviously had no idea, but in the back of my mind, I was treating it like it was my business. And I remember doing really good that day too. And my energy was up and I wasn't dragging my feet. Like some of the times that I go to work, I'm like, Oh, then my energy levels would be low. And, um, I started taking screenshots of these motivating quotes and I was just feeling like, like I already had it. It was so crazy. And it wasn't in the back of my mind anymore of how, or I just knew something in me was like, just, you know, I wasn't focused on that. I was just really focused on the present moment and just so happy. And I was in full, complete surrender, like where they say in all those manifesting books, you need to be to manifest. I was complete surrender. And three days later, I was sitting on the couch at Andrew's um, place at the time. And I'll never forget he's like, hmm. And he was looking down at his phone. He's like, oh, weird. And I was like, what? He's like, the place that I'm subletting, which when I met him in 2012, which is now Zen, and he actually lived there. And he's like, wow, the landlord of uh, 33 Water Street just emailed me the guy that's subletting my place. And I'm like, oh, you're, I didn't know you're still even holding on to it. I thought he just let it go. And he's like, no, I'm still holding on. I've been like, like he's like, for some reason, all the, all these years, I just couldn't let it go. I just kept subletting it out. And people were like, why are you holding on to this? He's like, I never knew why, but something in me was like, hold on to it. So he also, yeah, it was so weird. So the landlord's like, I, the guy's moving out and I'm, my aim is to turn that building into more of like a business building. I'm trying to, I don't want you subletting again. So, and he was like, you know, if you're going to open a business, then, you know, then maybe do that. Or, and Andrew's like, hmm, you know, that business idea that you've always wanted to do. He's like, how about we put it into 33? Like, I was like, what? No way. I was like this. My mind was blown because I'm like, this is weird. I just prayed for this three days ago and I finally let it go. And, but then a part of me was like, no, I we're just newly dating. Like who knows? Like, and I didn't want to get too excited about it. So I just kept kind of like, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. It was like trying to be cool about it. Cause I'm like, you know, <laughs> this could literally be ripped apart, ripped away from me. Aww. But then after like days after days, he kept talking about it. And he was going to even open like a voice studio too. And we were thinking about maybe doing both in, in there. But then when we went and looked at the place, I'll never forget him walking out. And he's like, how about we just make that into 
the whole space is Zen Den. I was like, why? I'm like, this is crazy. Because I always thought, this is where people go wrong with manifesting. They think that they need to figure out the how. And I always thought, okay, I want to have my own business, but I always thought, okay, I'm going to have to probably start with like tiny little space. I, I want like a two bedroom with like a little room with my one little Reiki bed. But down the road, I always wanted to have a drop-in studio too. And I was like, okay, I'll probably have to start here and then I can grow. And it's funny how we all think like we have to have it all set up and we have to have it figured out. But it's like the universe will give you what you're ready for. And it's crazy. And I've always heard like it'll give you more than what you even could ever imagine. Like I never thought it would be the location and looking like at the ocean, the mountains. I'll never forget like walking in and be like, wow, and just like crying. Like I can't believe this is this is the space. Like in Gas Town, I was like, what? I've never in a million years, never even think it would be Andrew too, because I met him years before and we were both partying and drinking at the time. And so when I reconnected with him, he was still kind of in that stage. He's three years, over three years sober now, but it was just like, I didn't think, I would never ever plan this, you know? Like how some people, I feel like majority of us go wrong with trying to figure out how and trying to plan it all. Oh yeah. Like I would always I, write it down. Like I just <laughs> love, I love this, this manifestation story that you just shared about you know Zenden and like seriously to the listeners like the view walking in is is so beautiful like I love I love the space so much yeah and and you're right oh yeah and you're so right about giving up the how because that's how I am because I've been I've been you know working on my coaching business for like over a year and a half now and I was so hard on myself like Kayla like give yourself a year Mm -hmm. to get off the ground and be fully self-employed and all of that and it didn't happen but things are unfolding in funny ways. Like here's a funny thing. So last September I said, I had just moved to Vancouver like two months prior. And I told myself, Kayla, by September, 2020, you're going to be self-employed. Like that's it. And I just kind of let it go. And what happened was I was working for a company and then I switched to a different company in March and that's a remote, it's a remote position and it, it ended up being a contract position. So technically I'm self-employed. And so because I've hit, I know. So because I had a certain amount of income, I had to apply for a business number and and a business. I'm like sitting here in September, 2020. I'm like, holy shit. Like I, I am, I am self-employed and you know, I do have, you know, online personal training clients and I'm creating, you know, courses and things and I'm continuing to move forward. But I just thought that's so funny. Like it happened. Like I legitimately got my business number in September, 2020. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah. and that's why sometimes and it's funny because you how you how you you were like I didn't even realize and that's the thing because like it yeah. literally just comes out of nowhere where you don't you're like oh weird you're like I wouldn't have thought that this is how it would have arranged yeah. itself yeah. like it's yeah. crazy it and really you, is when you give it up and you're oh, like oh yeah and one thing that I'm doing this month that I'm loving is I was talking to my girlfriend because she's really big into spirituality and stuff too and I was like you know what I'm gonna make September a themed month called surrender september and so oh, i love that i know so basically there's like i've been really trusting myself with say if i want to spend money on certain things or i want to do certain things or things don't work out i'm literally just like surrendering like oh that didn't work like for example the other day i was in i was stuck in traffic with my mom victoria and it was literally going to take us like two hours to get home and it should have been like 35 minutes and she was losing it she was getting really frustrated and i was sitting there and i was like mom there's literally nothing we can do right now there's nothing we can do right now at all like you just we're stuck here whatever and then a couple minutes later i checked my phone and i had an invoice paid 
that I, that I was like waiting to be paid, but it was like, I was just laughing because I thought, okay, that was in the process of surrendering in the car. It had nothing to do with the invoice, but that just coincidentally, you know, happened to be when I got paid and I was like wanting to get paid, but I was also surrendering to that as well. And I was like, this is so funny. So there's just been, there's been all these little things where I've been intentionally just letting go of the how or when, and it's been really Mm -hmm. fun. Right. And so I I love that. It comes fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when it all happened too. And like when Andrew like, let's start the business. I was like, Oh my God, I've been dreaming this, but am I ready? Like shit. Like, I don't know how to do this. Like I was like freaked out. And then a big part of me, I was like, I was overcome with this feeling of fear all of a sudden, because I had just manifested Andrew a month and a half before and then my, the business thing came about. And I was like, this is just like freaky now. Like this is scary how you can really, and I was just like, it's so funny how we get so impatient too. When I'm like this whole time, I'm like, I was so impatient to get here. Now that it's here, why am I freaked out? And why am I feeling uneasy? Why? Like, it's just, yeah. Some of these things when it happens are like, I think wow. the, the, the brain and the ego is like, oh my God, it's here. Like, what if you lose it? You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. comes up because it's, it's one thing to want things. It's, it's kind of off in the distance, like a lofty thing. We think about it. We feel good about it. It's a safe place to be when we don't yet have the things that we want. But then because suddenly when we have them or they're, they're coming at us at like, you know, laser speed, yeah. like it's like overwhelming. Cause it's like, Oh my God, like it's coming, it's here. And you know, I, I think it, it totally makes sense because then the fear is like, we care so much about it. And we want to like yeah. take care of it and we want to know all the answers and have everything figured out, but we don't. And so that's just kind of the ego showing up to try and protect us from like failure or looking bad or losing whatever it is. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, it, so. that fear too, though, like we could easily, you know, with practice, you know, pro- reprogram ourselves that when we feel that fear that it, it is it's excitement as well right and it's just like feeling mm-hmm. that fear means like you're hitting the threshold like you're going beyond your comfort zone and if we're there then that means that we're growing which is exciting yeah, definitely yeah yeah. Oh, yeah oh i love all this stuff manifesting yeah. the most fun like, oh <laughs> like oh. what do i manifest next now like oh great like i'm and then it's, it's so funny because i was just like in this place of like when it finally came like oh i usually always have a new list or, or something yeah. to always aim for yeah but it's so funny because I also um was looking into a lot of Eckhart Tolle's like manifesting like like he's he's got a lot of really great um guidance too and he even said he's like you know you'll get to a place sometimes where you're just content you're happy with when you finally achieve it that you can just you don't need to think about what's next you can just ride the wave and just enjoy the journey and I, I wish I would known that back because I was almost like okay now I gotta put a new list out there like as soon as it came true I was like Oh, shit I don't have my the next step and yeah. I was like kind of feeling rushed to to have to create more but yeah you're just like you don't need to constantly it's almost like I keep having to constantly look ahead I'm like what's next what's next yeah there's times That's you can amazing. just enjoy it rather than like you know expanding forward it's kind of like you get to expand outward in a sense like what's coming to my mind is when we had the conversation of you wanted to get a second location and I remember this was back in like yeah. like right pre-covid and oh how it didn't work out. Do you want to kind of share that story? Because I think yeah, that's it's so example. crazy. It's oh, yeah, this show. one's crazy. So I always, for, I guess I always, yeah, because I, I always did have an intention even before, even just manifesting. And I'm like, oh, I do see it being somewhat like a franchise. I always had that intention. 
Um, so when I did, when, th when this came about, I was like, okay, I, I do want more locations. But I was like, okay, well, we got to build this one up first. And then finally, once we got to the point right before COVID, our classes were just constantly over overfilling. And it was just like crazy hectic and turning people away. And um, before, right, like a couple months before, I was like, okay, I, I or maybe even a year before, I, I had this vision of like red brick for the second location. I'm like, oh, I really want red brick. And I'm like, that'd be so nice. I always, we have white brick right now. I was like, oh, there's so like a different kind of cozy to it. And it's so funny because we, I manifested next door. The landlord just came up. He's like, oh, there's this space at 55 and it's really big. And so I went over and I was like, oh my gosh, red brick everywhere. Um, I went to Bali and when I came back from Bali, I was supposed to, we were supposed to open this new space, but Andrew um, had gone over, or I went over there just before I left and you could hear talking like in the, where the main studio would be. And I'm like, here, like, where's this, these voices coming from? It's an old building. Even like the ceilings were just like boarded floors. Like you could see the it was just, yeah, it would have, it wouldn't have worked with our sound. Like <laughs> we probably would have been disturbing them and vice versa. So he also um, discovered that too. He went at like a regular time where it would be busy. And he's like, you could clearly hear people's conversations and they're not yelling. So he's like, I have this feeling. And he's like, you know what? I have this feeling too. So we gave it up. And then when I came back, I was like, okay, we got to find this new location. Cause again, it was still really busy. And then we found finally this, this space is bar fitness, this old bar fitness on Hastings, red brick again. I was like, what the heck is another red brick? <laughs> and we were literally in negotiation five days before COVID, the March 15th happened, everything shut down. We were, we signed papers and we were going back and forth negotiating still. Thank God they didn't say, okay, yes, everything's good. Cause we were still going back and forth, but we had signed some papers and March 15th rolled around it was like everything closed up and then when we when everything reopened again in June they were kind of pushing us and I just had this feeling no it's not the right time and I pulled tarot cards for myself about it and it was like no not for another year and a half don't even dare look into this again for a little while so and I still I'm, I'm feeling okay you know we're good and it's still it's not like we have such very slow periods now um, sometimes it's a little bit busier and, you know, it's kind of going in waves. Of course, summer is usually always like a slower period anyways, but it's, you know, we've seen like every other business. It's just, it's crazy how much of a hit we've taken um, because of this whole COVID mess. So it was just another thing of the universe saying like, this isn't the right time. And it's crazy because I was so impatient. I was always feeling like we need this second studio. We need this. And I was like, an ego standpoint of like, we already told all these people, oh no, like, we can't just like, like we gotta, and because of the classes were just, it was just crazy. I'm like, we need to, we need more room. Um, and back then we were able to do side-by-side -side mats. Like you remember how it was. Yeah. It was like, yeah. there's never going to be uh, any studio that's going to be able to do that again. Yeah. So we're going to have to have space. So. Yeah. But I think that I, I'm excited for, the time where you do find the right space and it is the right time because this is mm. one of my favorite things that I've been really being intentional with lately is that when something happens or say if I feel unsure I, I look behind me at like what I've done so far and then because you can only connect the dots backwards right like you can't 
connect them forward. And that's like a famous quote by Steve Jobs. But I think yeah. that it'll, I'm just so it. curious to see how, when you do get that next phase, how you're going to look back and be like, oh my God, like it all makes sense now. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I just, that's so funny. But what I believe too is that, you know, rejection is redirection, right? So obviously those, yes. two, th those two places not working out, it just it, yeah. it showed you, okay, well, I need a place that's quiet. You know, I need a place that's, you know, mm -hmm. this or that. And so then you just get more clear on what it is you do want. So I love that you have like so these true. two really powerful stories about how, how you manifested Zen Den, like first location. And then this sort of like rejection, redirection of like the second location mm -hmm. right now, especially like 2020 is just crazy right now anyways. But oh my gosh, I'm like scared. Like what's next? Now with all this smoke, I'm like, oh, so oh yeah. literally it's like an apoc apocalypse out there. It's like, it really is like zombie land. It just feels so weird. The time that we're in, I'm just like, I don't even know what's going to happen because I couldn't, I would have never been able to predict COVID. Like I didn't feel yeah. it coming at all. I didn't see any, you know, even when I was in Bali and like, it was just, it was crazy. Like it wasn't, I remember we just started going, getting going in, in that area. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like this big thing. I was like, oh, we'll be okay. We're in Canada. We'll be fine. <laughs> and it's like, what has happened in this world? The time that yeah. we're living in. So it's really one of those things that now I'm just like, you know, I'm just not going to stress anymore. Like before I was always really impatient about, we well, got to get this going now and we have to plan and get the next. It's like, no, like just be more patient. And I feel like those things happen for a reason. The fact that the first place didn't work out and even the second space, it's um, on top of All City Athletics, which is like a boxing place and the floor would rumble. So even a part of me was like, oh, is this, is this good? Because we'd have to kind of time our meditations out a different, like, so even that I felt like, I don't know if this is the best idea, but it's something in me again, being impatient and, and then the COVID thing happened. And I was like, oh, I think these were for a reason. It was like, you manifested it, but it's not, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah so great yet. we'll give this to you but it's actually we're gonna make sure that these things are coming in your way to like say no it's not yeah yeah no that's perfect i would love for you to let's talk a little bit about like reiki and intuitiveness and and tarot cards and that kind of thing because i think that yeah this is like a big part of zen den and this is you know things that mm -hmm. i've been learning from you as well so Reiki, it's um, a non-invasive healing modality, and the practitioner actually channels it through the top of their head and out through the palms of their hands. And you have to actually get attuned to uh, Reiki from a Reiki master, which you have. Yes. Um, yes. And it's an amazing modality that I'm like, everyone needs to get at least Reiki level one. Because like you can literally, in emergency situations, you could even have just the, having access to this. And um, there's, um, I think you might've heard the story, but I'll never forget when my cat Chip, he was in so much pain. I don't know if I, you, I told you about this yeah, one. Yeah, I yeah, love it though, yes. Boy, he was like groaning and moaning and his belly was just ballooned. I don't know if he ate something bad, but I'd never seen him like this. And Andrew was on the island. I was freaking out, it was 12 in the morning. I'm like, oh, he's dying. Oh my God, <laughs> I remember calling him. He's like, I have to work in the morning. He's like, like he's actually dying. He's like, he wouldn't let me touch him. He was like rolling around on the floor. And I was just like, this is like, I'm terrified. And in that moment, I was like, Carrie, like, just try giving him Reiki. And you know, sometimes like even a Reiki practitioner, like you, you sometimes you have doubts, like, is this really gonna, you know, like, um, but it was so crazy. I started to 
and he wouldn't let me touch him still at this point because he was just in so much pain. So I was beaming Reiki at him and instantly his eyes started like he was rolling around the floor moaning for like good over an hour. And as soon as I beamed Reiki, his eyes were starting to close. His breathing became like it was, and he fell asleep. And it was crazy how it just shifted instantly and he was fine. Like the pain went away. He woke up the next morning, like fine, like nothing happened. It was crazy. And it was a big difference. I knew in that moment, like, wow, this is incredibly powerful. Like you just, in those situations where someone needs like, you know, pain management or reduction, anxiety, like how I described, if I have anxiety, I'll give myself Reiki. Um, I, I have a hard time sleeping a lot of the times especially throughout the day if I didn't get a good sleep the night before and I have a moment of like taking a nap. I'm not someone that can take a nap really easily. So I give myself Reiki and I do the Seheki, which is like the harmony. It's a nice soothing um, symbol. And I'll just lay my hands on myself, on my stomach and my chest, and then instantly I'm out. And I've it'll take me a too. long time. Before. Yeah. yeah, do you notice how much it, yeah. you're out quickly? Where a lot of the times it takes me a long time to fall asleep. My mind is busy. I'm like, you know, and where a lot of times I'll just get up and have like, oh, I can't, I can't take a nap. But instantly, if I do need to take a nap, I'll just give myself Reiki. And it's awesome how there's just so much that you can do with it. Um, and with the intuitive work, um, I, I combine Reiki with intuitive work because I really feel a lot into other people's energies and through the palms of my hands, I can really um, start channeling and feeling into where their blocks are and understand them a lot more. And the Reiki that I do is uh, Holy Fire uh, 3 with Asui. And Holy Fire is all about identifying um, blockages and the unhealed dormant parts of yourself or another person and being able to connect with their authentic self. Like what what their purpose is and really see into what's blocking them. And so I was, um, I just had my Asui, which is the traditional Reiki level one and Reiki level two. But then I took my masters with someone who's a fully fire um, Reiki master. And I always describe every, like, it's, it was crazy how much of a difference from Asui to Holy Fire when I was working with my clients and looking into so much more being able to connect with them on such a deeper level i would just use my hands to scan their aura and instantly i would get what is holding them back i would look into um i would see visions i would get messages i could instantly feel if there was like a blanket of fear or whatever it's holding them back and just even yesterday i had a session with someone and as soon as i laid my hands on her middle back i had this vision and i described it was like I saw like street dogs. I saw like this whole thing of like, okay. And she had this accent too. And I, I'm like, are you from like, where are you? And she's like, I'm from Spain. Yes. And she's like, mm, there's not many street dogs. But then she's like, oh, wait a second. There is this village I would go to. And it said something about inner child. Like it was just this whole thing that came up and she was able to um, describe like, yeah, that, that does resonate with something from the past. And um, so I was able to really kind of go deeper into where she was holding this energy um, in her body. So it's really fascinating with Reiki and how a lot of practitioners, they will become super sensitized and they can feel so much more than just being like a Reiki healer. They can 
be able to articulate exactly what um, their client needs to know to help them. So that's what I love about a lot of this work is that combination of, you know, this client will come feel a lot better, maybe like their anxiety is lifted or whatever, but then they leave with so much more like deeper understanding of what they need to do going forward. Like, it's almost like I give them like a little prescription, like, okay, so meditation comes up or inner child work comes up, or maybe there's um, forgiveness, positive affirmations. Like there's a lot of these little things that people can do each and every day that can kind of shift this energy. So yeah. and it's really cool because I had this one class. I was really inspired after taking my master's with the Holy Fire. I had this one class that I designed, which I brought back just recently. It's called Holy Fire Life Purpose. And with that class, I just scanned my hands within their aura. I use some tarot cards too, because in a class I have to move quickly to each person to make sure I can get enough readings. Um, and I find tarot cards really help uh, open that channel. But I would instantly feel if there's a blanket of fear or something holding them back. And it was really cool because people would come week after week. I think you came to that class. Did you come? I would one? go. It was on the, on Tuesdays, right? I was doing yeah, yeah, I was like the Reiki came. and cards. You, I I did do some of your classes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you 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 have been to the um in the past, but it was like months and months ago when I was offering it. But it was so cool because people would come to that one week after week, and I'd give them like a little prescription. Okay, you need to do this, and then they would come back, and it was so funny because I would feel again into their aura, and I would tell them, "You're doing the work." or you're not doing the work. And then every time they'd be like, yes, you're right, I'm not doing it. Or, oh my God, you're right, I am doing the work. And there's this one girl, I'll never forget, because she, I think she saw how another girl, she was progressing and like, yeah, I'm doing the work, I'm doing the work. And there's one girl who kept seeing me. And every time I'm like, you're not doing the work. Like it was, a, it was very specific, like inner child work and she was just avoiding it. Which, inner child work, but I can understand because yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, but then, she finally, I think, wanted to listen because she saw how another girl was like, okay, like she's listening and she's progressing. So she came back um, the next week and I was like, oh, you're doing the work now. It, it feels different. Your aura, it's that. she's like, you're right. She's like, I had a big breakthrough just last night. I was like, I went to this, like, I did this like long, um, I can't remember. She was, went to some, someone that did a different a DBT or some kind of different modality. But it, it really helped to get to the bottom of this inner child stuff. And I could feel it. It was so cool. I love that class. And I love how when you, as, as the more you work as a Reiki practitioner, the more you can really feel with your hands. And you just start to, it's just your clairabilities, your clairaudient, clairvoyant, um, clairsentient, everything becomes super strong. Yeah. Have you noticed that with your sessions at all or? Uh, I have, I do a lot of self Reiki and I did Reiki and hypnosis on my sister last week when I was in Victoria. And, um, from what I notice when I do Reiki on people, cause the first person I ever did it on was Tanisha and you know that she's pregnant. Right. So that was like, for me, I remember that was like so intense. It was when I was doing level two with you and I was like, Oh my God, like it, it just, the energy was really intense and it was, it was good. Right. And what I noticed is that, like you said, the brushing of the aura, like usually people put their hands on people when they do Reiki and I'll do that. Like I did that with my sister, but I feel like I feel more when I'm like combing through, you know, over top of their body and like pulling mm. things away. Like that's, that's how I feel it more. Cause I think it's, it's not just a direct contact. Right. So that's what yeah. I, that's something that I notice. And, you know, it's very interesting because my sister, 
she's not yet like a very spiritual person. Like she's just kind of open to what I'm sharing with her because she struggles with, you know, depression and anxiety. And so I was like, let, like, let me help you. Like, you know, there's so much more that can be done with than just taking medication. Like these kinds of things can help you so that on a daily basis, you can help yourself. Right. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what I noticed is that this is obviously something I'm still working on. And I, what I find difficult actually is trying to explain Reiki to other people because I've had some people who've gotten Reiki before from someone else and they were like yeah like I don't think it works like I didn't feel anything right so I'm just Mm -hmm. curious like what what would be your reaction or response to that like if somebody says like oh like what am I supposed to feel like what is it supposed to do right because we obviously understand like it clears your energy in that but how would you yeah describe it to somebody who's new or never had it before Yeah. The thing is, um, some people do get it wrong where they think that you have to feel something. So not every uh, Reiki healing you will be feeling. So I think that's where some people might doubt it. If they, especially if it's their first time, they're like, I didn't really feel anything, but a lot of the times you will feel really relaxed after, like you should feel relaxed. Yeah. Um, But there are some people that are doing, so I don't know who they did got their Reiki done from, but some people have claimed that they have Reiki and they give Reiki, but it's actually not Reiki because we all have life force energy within us. We're all energetic beings. So even, you know, there's some people that can transfer energy where they're like, oh, I can feel kind of energy, but it's actually not Reiki. Um, so that could be maybe why I'm not sure unless it's like a different modality they're using. Um, but yeah, there are times when you don't feel much at all, but you'll feel like maybe some heat transferred. Um, but yeah, for people that aren't trusting of it. I just say like, it's, um, an energy modality that is from universal consciousness that you just have to trust that, you know, it's going to help heal, um, relax the body. It's, um, and non-invasive. It's not like it's going to, yeah. It's not something that's going to cure. It's just, it's a, it works on more of a, a form of enhancement. Um, and another thing when people doubt it, I just tell them, you know, it's in some of the top hospitals in the United States. When you kind of give them scientific facts of like, there's actually some studies that are, that have been done. Um, there's, you know, nurses now taking this more than ever and combining this. And there has been a lot of studies where they're seeing stress. It's like, in hospitals, especially um, their patients, a re- greatly reduced reduction of um, uh, stress or anxiety, um, so much pain, and they've done studies. So being able to kind of tell them the those kind of facts of like the scientific studies, I think people start to kind of like, hmm, okay. And it's funny because I always had this intuitive knowing for years and years I'm like, it's going to be part of the benefits package one day. Like people are, it's going to be recognized. I know it. It's just something, it's just going to take some time. And I just heard just like not long ago that there's some places in the States literally have it on part of benefits, some packages. So that is, that blew my mind. I'm like, that's, it's coming. It's going to happen. And it's funny because another thing that you can maybe compare it to is acupuncture, how Uh, When acupuncture first broke out on the scene, people looked at it like, this is woo-woo stuff. This is weird. What is this? But um, as anything, it just took some time to kind of gain more awareness, some scientific studies around it, um, all that kind of stuff. And it started to take off for sure. And it's funny too, um, I like to kind of put those like 
um, the non-believers too that are more from scientific standpoints. Like I'll even drop do Dr. Joe Dispenza or, you know, like people that are really like, he doesn't talk about chakras, but he talks about energy centers. He talks about the energy, which are chakras, but he, he likes to call them energy centers. And he talks about doing a energy center cleanse where he goes through the different chakras and he has a really great um, documentary on um, Gaia. Can't remember the name of it now, but he goes into how it's important to cleanse these energy centers, how to bring them into alignment and balance. So, and he doesn't like to be, he's not very spiritual. He's more on the scientific side. So maybe for those people, I know a lot of people do look up to him too, and they follow him. So sometimes when you name drop like that, they're like, oh, okay. Like I'm kind of like, I'm getting this now. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit more intrigued and maybe perhaps open to this. It starts to change people's minds for sure. And another thing, even just saying like, you should just give it a try give it another try. Sometimes you just need to see another healer or just go for more healing, or it could even be that particular healer that didn't resonate with them either. So um, yeah, there's no. a lot of people that have changed their minds after coming for classes or sessions. And we see that a lot in um, people that, you know, maybe their friend told them to come or we see like a boyfriend like, oh, I'm just here. My girlfriend's bringing me tonight. And like, uh, you can tell sometimes they're just like not into it. And then after they're like, whoa, what was that? That was crazy. That was amazing. That was so cool. I could feel heat. Felt like your hands were still on my feet or my like, you know, felt like a lot of energy circulating. I saw a bright white light or was able to fall into a deep state of relaxation. And yeah, people, I, I've never heard anyone leave a Reiki session feeling like worse. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I love that. And I love that you brought up, you know, the scientific part to it, because it seems that that is how, you know, for example, yourself, like you were raised by, you know, a parent who was spiritually inclined, right? And I think that majority of the world, I mean, there is like definitely an awakening happening this year in 2020, but majority of the world are just brought up in, you know, this kind of like, you know, you need to go to school and get a job and do this and this and this. And it's like very checkbox, right? And, oh, you need answers, you need to understand. And that's how the brain works too. Like our brain, mm -hmm. you know, we form neural pathways, like anatomically speaking. And so certain information like just continues to build on those neural pathways. So then all of a sudden, if you've never been introduced to energy healing or heard about Reiki or breath work, which we'll talk about in a minute, those things if those aren't brought up into conversation regularly i think it makes sense that people resist it right and i think one oh, thing definitely. too is that you know okay yes reiki you are attuned you know to the the universal source energy right and i really believe that obviously because i've been attuned right but i think that if you think about it like if you ask somebody have you ever walked into the room and just felt the energy or if you're yeah. feeling anxious or, or happy or excited, where do you feel that in your body? Like you feel it in your heart, like in your chest or in your stomach, right? Like you feel mm -hmm. energy in certain places or there's certain people that you like to hang out with because they're good energy or they're happy and they're positive and that's like they're a higher vibration. Like that is like an energetic, you know, attraction. And so if you, you know, going to see somebody who can do Reiki healing and they're able to they're sensitized to the energy and being able to move it and shift it, then that logically makes sense. Right. So yeah, that's another oh, way that sure. I've like tried to explain it to people. It's like, you can feel energy. You just you might not be as aware. And some people are more yeah. sensitive to others. And actually how some people feel it is that they're an empath and they absorb the energy from other mm -hmm. people. Right. 
And so maybe you're not just like feeling it out there. You're like embodying somebody else's negativity or, you know, when somebody else is really happy, you're really happy. And so it is like, I think energy is like totally underestimated in that sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. It's like energy is everything, even manifesting, like, you know, more and more people are opening themselves up to this kind of stuff for sure. And so many more people are becoming more sensitive. Like the more, the deeper you go into your, spiritual practice too you become very sensitive to Mm -hmm. a lot of things and you start to understand and want to learn more about energy and like what this is um like nikola tesla's uh quote if you want to understand the universe uh what is it now something about energy vibration he he talks a lot about energy yeah it'll the quote might come back to you i'll have to look it up yeah something about looking the terms of energy vibration and sound there's something with sound there too yeah so yeah because it's like so much of the just frequency oh yeah because we're, we're vibrating at a certain frequency you know it's like they're it's just it's crazy when you think of it yeah well i mean if you speak it's funny because if you speak from a vibrational perspective that makes sense like you know we yes we are vibrating at a certain frequency but then if you think about just being like we're awake we're talking our eyes are blinking we're breathing like that in itself mm-hmm. takes energy which makes sense yeah. why at night we go into like a lower energy to rest and replenish so that we can be high energy the next day which i think is so interesting right mm-hmm. so yeah i would love yeah. if, if you could share let's talk about breath work because i know you were saying this something you're really passionate yes. about and i just did a session with you which is so awesome yeah yes breath work is one of my new faves so it's funny how like with reiki i was just like wow this is amazing and then sound healing blew my mind and then breath work, just like, wow, this is what I am have been missing. Like, I always describe like sound and uh, Reiki are a little more gentle. You know, if you are looking to uncover and unblock some things, relieve stress and anxiety, like it helps to kind of like over time, like bit by bit. Breath work, if you are filled with a lot of stuff and you're like just, just ridden with anxiety and just like, like, struggles maybe you have to having a really tough time go for a breath work session and everything just melts away like you are like your tank is empty now like you like everything that you've just been filling yourself up and there's just way too much you're overburdened like it just like a major major reset and i always compare it to the plant medicine ceremonies i've done like um psilocybin or ayahuasca because you get into these really deep and higher states of awareness and consciousness that you're really like tapping in and you are being shown your shit. And that's what ayahuasca and these plant medicines do. It just puts a mirror in front of your face and it says, this is what you need to work on. This is what you've been doing. And I know some sound um, meditations that we've done can do that too, but breath work is really like at another level. Like it comes in a place where it's like you are understanding it from such a deeper point and your heart is just so open because of the way that you're breathing and opening your lungs like for those 35 minutes you start to really connect and this expansiveness takes over and this incredible euphoric love for like humanity and yourself just opens up and like that's what i just love about it so much is just the love that kind of overcome and overtakes you i will be so full of happiness, joy, gratitude for weeks and weeks after a breathwork session. I'll never forget when I had my first one and literally for three weeks, I would wake up every single morning 
just beaming with like, I couldn't believe just the level of happiness I was vibrating at and just so happy and joyful. And I would go about my day and all of a sudden I'd just be like, just facing all these things that I'd just be super grateful for. I'm like, wow, this modality is intense and incredible. It really reminds me of when I've done psilocybin or like any of these things that also help to decrease depression and stress in such a major way. It is like they describe psilocybin like a reset and that's how uh, breathwork is. Breathwork is literally identical to the results that you would get from um, a plant, plant medicine. And the thing is my, my experience now, like my level of sensitivity, I'm just super sensitive to any plant medicine now where, and I guess I was even at the time because the times that I have done it, it's been a really deep struggle for me. And I didn't like that I would be um, high or just like in that experience of uh, just for eight hours. And I just wouldn't like, I, I'd get cold, I'd shiver. I'm like, oh, like the feelings that would like, I have to stretch all the time. Like I don't like the feeling that plant medicines do to my body, but I would get incredible breakthroughs and results from it. And that's what I found with breath work. I'm like, whoa. I come out of it after one hour, I'm sober, I'm feeling amazing. Um, maybe I got a little chilly and I know breathing like that can be a little challenging, but you do get used to it. And it's just, it's amazing. I just love, like I, I definitely recommend everyone to give it a try. The one that we do is the three part conscious connected breath work where you're breathing in through your belly and through your heart and then exhaling out through your mouth. You're keeping that connected for about like 35, 40 minutes. Um, and then you want quite a long time afterwards to just integrate and just rest. And that's why we like to combine it with either Reiki or sound, because it really does help with that kind of buzzy and the lightheadedness. Um, especially you might be crying still. <laughs> yeah. And we also get everyone to scream at a certain point. So we have really loud music, um, these incredibly uplifting songs or songs that really touch your heart and um, we get to a certain point where we get everyone to just scream at the top of their lungs. And with that, you want to just release, like it's all about releasing. So if you're not able to scream, I always even just recommend just flail your arms or stomp your feet against the ground or your, um, your arms or legs and just allow yourself to just let go because we're just building everything, trying to bring everything up to the surface, all the stuff from the past, like childhood trauma, just stress limiting beliefs, all the things that maybe you've been talking negatively to yourself or things that you've tried to escape and not want to deal with. Like this is the stuff that's finally you're facing, you're breathing it all up to the surface and that yell just releases it and lets it out finally. Yeah, it's no, amazing. It, it is really powerful. I did, you know, I did a couple classes in March before we had to shut down with COVID. And then I recently mm -hmm. did a class with Carrie a couple weeks ago and it was a, it was a breathwork Reiki session and we did it for an hour. And I remember, you know, the breathing is challenging. And I remember thinking, you know, it's very like kind of up in my ego, like, Oh, like this feels so awkward. Like the breathing and like, what if I cry and whatnot? Cause the first time I did Reiki or not, sorry, the first time I did breathwork, I cried. The second time I was an absolute hysterical laughing. And then this time, you know, I was like doing it properly, you know, for however long it was, we had the music on. And then when it got to the point of screaming, you know, help to scream in a pillow. But even then I was like, I haven't screamed like this since I was a child. Like I'm, I'm quote, not supposed to scream like this. Like it was just, I was just so, I was so amazed by all the limitations I had about just being self-expressed. Right. And so then, you know, yeah. after that, I remember I just started crying 
right? And I mean, obviously you were there and it helped so much to have the Reiki, but you know, I was crying and it, what came up for me was that it was just like this thought and it was almost like an inner child was saying this to me, like, Kayla, like you're just working too much. Like you're working so hard. Like you're always on to the next thing. Like it just work. You just work and just to the bone. And it was like, it was a release. Cause I realized that I was like, Oh my God, like even the breathing in the breath work, I was trying to do perfectly to like get yeah. it right. And it was just, it was that moment when you said, I brought everything up to the surface. And it's like, I just hit a breaking point where I just released. It was like, I'm so exhausted with trying to do everything right all the time. And Mm. it was like, it was such a release, you know? And then I just literally cried it out. And then we did Reiki after that. And it was just, it was such a calming experience. But it is, the breath work, like you said, is definitely more intense. And it's like, you're doing work. Whereas like, Reiki or the sound healing is very passive and this is obviously more active right but it's something that I definitely recommend and I do want to continue doing it to see you know how the experience continues but yeah like it's just it's a natural way of releasing and it's not even escaping like you're literally just like releasing shit that you're holding on to you know it's crazy how much you just it's literally complete. It's like you empty everything that you're carrying. You just let all that weight off. And it's just the most freeing and expansive and just like incredible experience. Not to mention, it's like the realizations, those epiphanies, those deep, deep um, inner child messages that you get from such a deep place of like, yeah, like how you got that message, like you're working too hard. And it comes from such a loving, gentle place you're like, wow, I need to be like this. And you learn so much. Yeah. Like that's what I love about it. And it really, it helps to increase your intuition as well. Um, It just helps with so much like anxiety and stress, depression has a lot of really great benefits for sure. And that's a really um, up and coming modality too. More and more people are diving deeper into it and, you know, incorporating it into their self-care yeah. Uh, routine. It's something that I, I feel like I need. I always feel like by week three, if I hadn't had it, I need another one. Like I start to kind of feel all that stuff kind of start to build, like just day-to-day stresses and stuff. Yeah. It's like a deep cleanse. Like totally. It cleanses your soul. It's like going to the spa, but you're just doing it from your soul. Yeah. 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 I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, the, the last thing I want to talk about before we kind of wrap things up is we didn't really talk much about sound healing. So can you talk mm-hmm. about this and just how it's done? Because this yeah. was my very first experience with Zendem was going to a sound bowl healing class. And it was, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Like it's, I love it. Yeah. So sound healing, it is such a beautiful, relaxing as you can, um, from memory, it was just it's one of those things that really pulls you into this deeper state, like really quick. That's why I like to combine it with meditation because it really gets you deep into your practice really quickly. So people that have a very hard time meditating or even starting out meditating, try sound healing combined or even Reiki, but sound really, it starts to um, give your, uh, you get into like this brain entrainment and these higher levels of uh, consciousness. And it starts to kind of get the wheels turning a lot quicker when if you were to just sit in silence, it would just take you a little bit longer to get into it where the sound just starts to kind of um, It takes on a journey. A journey. Yeah. Oh yeah. It takes a yeah. deep journey where you're just 
hitting these higher levels, sometimes it is common to receive visions or messages. Um, a lot of people connect with like colors and lights, um, even seeing the, the frequencies and the brain and the, and the waves, the sound waves, which is so cool. Someone just the other day said that. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember I, I see that sometimes. You kind of see them in your mind's eye. Um, some people have even connected with past over loved ones and they come out of it just crying. It is very similar sometimes to breath work where you some, there's moments where you, you are faced with a lot of stuff from the past that you need to overcome and deal with, especially depending on the different types of frequencies and the instruments that we're using, like the Chiron Gong, which I am obsessed with. And I talk a lot about, I even have a class around it called Chiron Inner Child Work. Um, pasty gongs are known as some of the best uh, gong uh, instruments out there. And it's such a cool thing that they do is they actually tune um, a lot of their gongs to the frequency of actual planets and Chiron's an asteroid. And they actually beat down the gong to the exact frequency. And if it's a little off, they melt it down, they beat it back down again and make it exactly to that frequency. We actually even had a Jupiter gong when we first opened. And there's this one girl that kept seeing, she came out of it and she's like, it's so weird. That one gong in the corner right there. It's like, oh yeah, that one. And then she's like, yeah, I kept seeing the Jupiter storm. I was like, that's literally Jupiter. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like she couldn't, she didn't know because we just have the symbols of the planets on the front. I'm like, that's literally Jupiter. She's like, what? You're joking. She was literally seeing Jupiter every time that one would be played. And then um, we had this um, sound uh, instructor come in with these alchemy bowls and we had uh, this one woman who was pregnant she's like after class she's like every time you play this one bowl my baby just kept moving around and just this one bowl and he's like is it this one she's like yeah that's the one he's like that's the womb bowl she's like what wow. I was like no way yeah so it's so cool and we have mars and sometimes i'll actually see mars i'll be on mars it's like i see what it looks like it's just crazy so chiron is actually um associated with that uh wounded part of us so it's a lot of inner child it's those things from the past you need to address so that's what's so magical about these instruments is that you can be taken to these places depending on what's being played we have chakra bowls um, tuned to the frequencies of our chakras. So we do chakra clearings and um, all sorts of things. It really does just raise your vibration, helps to, again, release any, anything that you're holding on to, any stress, anxiety, any imbalances. It just starts to put you back into balance again. So it's almost like, you know, we're our own instrument. And it's like, if a string is kind of off, off tuned, these instruments just start to put us back into the right tune and vibration yeah. again. And mm -hmm. I, that's such a beautiful way that you described it because that is how I feel is that after I do, after I've done a sound bowl class, like I, I feel more grounded and it's, and it's right. I feel more attuned and it's, it's just so relaxing. Like there's been times where, mm -hmm. you know, you get, I, I would get into such a deep meditative state. I just kind of felt like I was floating, you know, even though I'm laying on the floor, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's such a, and that with like the aromatherapy too, when you, when you guys come around and you spray, I'm like such an aroma person. I love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like favorite. Yeah. Oh, I love all the little added touches for sure. So yeah, that's why we like to combine it with some he healing modalities because that was my whole goal of the business was like, I always wanted people leaving feeling like, wow, like I feel transformed in some way, you know, yeah. like I didn't want it to just be some 
kind of meditation because even for me, I was like, I, I, I know how it can feel kind of boring just meditating without anything. So when I received these energy modalities, I was like, whoa, taken to this other place. And coming from this background of like my, I was always this daredevil girl, like, you know, drinking and I would kind of dabble in drugs in the past. And so when I turned sober, it was like, wow, now I'm like hitting these higher states. I'm seeing visions and sound baths, like who needs drinking and like all those stupid drugs. <laughs> like you're like taking on journeys and you're sober and it's actually even helping you. Like, this is amazing. Everyone needs to try this. This is so cool. So that's what I love about it. And it's always a different journey. That's what I love with the sound. It's like, you are never, you'll never experience the same journey ever. It's always a yeah. different experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, so I love it. Pretty wild. No, I, I love, I love that I discovered, you know, Zen Den in Vancouver and that, you know, obviously got into Reiki and just you're, you're, you've been like a huge part of my own kind Aww. of healing journey. Oh yeah. Thank 100%. you for your support. I'm so proud of you to see your development too. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you're, you. You're like, you're going so far, like so fast already. So oh, thank you. Carrie. The fact that you're, you know, you're just, you're someone, it reminds me of me when I was younger. I was like, I want to get to this and this and this. Like you have all these goals. And I can see, Kayla, you like, you keep reaching them and you're keep, you know, you're just following your intuition, your heart. And that's what I love about you too. It's like, I can see that you're really coming from this pure, authentic place that you just, you know, you have these dreams, these goals, and you're really speaking from the heart and you know, you have this really clear vision, which is amazing to see. So I'm Thank excited you. to see it. Follow oh, along yeah. in your journey too. Yeah. And now you're doing hypnosis, which I can't wait. I'm gonna book a session with you and oh yeah, get your hypnosis done. Oh yeah, wait. when I when I did it with my sister last week, it was so cool. Like I, you know, I I had her on my so my other sister does lashes, so she had like a proper board or not a board, a table, like the bed table, mm -hmm. and so I set that up in my sister's room, and um, <laughs> we set up she got a new oil diffuser. I was like, you want help sleeping? Like forget taking melatonin. We're going to set up an oil diffuser and get some really good sleep essential oils. And that's going to help you sleep better. So we had that set up. And then I had, <laughs> she, she's so good. I had my crystals. I'm like, which crystals are you drawn to? Like choose them. Like she, she's totally not into this yet. Right. But she's just being so responsive and she was going along with it. And so, you know, we had like meditation music playing and I talked her down into like a really deep hypnosis, like meditative state. And then, you know, when she got to that point, she basically fell asleep, which is totally fine. And that's when I went around and I did the Reiki and, uh, the whole thing was like an hour. And then I talked her out of, out of the state and she was just like, she just like came up and she's like, Oh my God. And she's like, I love that. Like, I feel like so relaxed. And I'm like, perfect. That's amazing. That's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I really, I really love that. I'm going to be doing like Reiki hypnosis. I think that that's, oh, that's so good. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I can't yeah. wait. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. Can you please let our listeners know where they can connect with you, like your website, social media handles, that kind of thing. And I'll put it in the yeah. show notes as well. Um, so we have a website, uh, zendedmeditation.com. We also even have a free app, which I would recommend to download. It's um, off Google Play or Apple iTunes, just called Zenden Meditation. Um, follow us on Instagram, Zenden Meditation. And we do live streams as well so um definitely recommend just follow us along just to see kind of what's up and coming we're always wanting to introduce like even new classes or new things we're always doing giveaways and actually this um weekend we even have a live stream as well 
uh, that's for, I don't know if you're going to be putting this out before then, but if yeah, it I is, will. it's on September 19th Perfect. and it's a free, three free live streams. Um, we're just doing like a client appreciation, uh, virtual day. And even if you attend, we're choosing seven lucky winner winners to win some awesome prizes too. So even if you're listening and you're way and across the other side of the world or whatever, um, tune in, just make sure to look at the, the time difference for wherever you're at. Um, and then, yeah, just sign up through the website or our app and then friend request Zendem live and we'll add you in and you'll be entered to win. Oh, that's of, uh, seven lucky, uh, different, amazing prizes. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna I'm gonna have this out in time for that. So yes, you'll have to join. Listen, yeah, and then, awesome and then they'll join. Totally. And I love it too. I can speak to, you know, I've done the uh the live stream sound bath classes on on Instagram through that Facebook or through that profile, like and it works mm -hmm. really well. This sounds amazing. So I'm just telling that to the listeners, like even if you're not there in person, it's still like very effective. Mm -hmm. Sounds amazing. It's even relaxing. the shocker clearing too. That one. Really? I, I felt like I was right in this uh the class. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like the same experience I would get where a lot of the times when I'm in a chakra clearing, as soon as I get taken up to the third eye, I'm gone. I'm like <laughs> in another place. I hear the chimes and I'm always like, Andrew, you forgot the crown chakra. I was like, <laughs> nope. I was like, what? What happens to me at the third eye? I'm gone. It's crazy. It happened is it, when I was doing live stream and I'm like, wow, this is very similar. I could feel things yeah. too. Because chakra meditations, even on its own, you can definitely feel a lot. Oh yeah. Really I love cool. them. Yeah. Cool. Well, I want to thank um, you so much for having me today. Yeah. I, I loved, loved it. it. Thank you so much for having me on, Kayla. You're so welcome. It was wonderful. Yes. And I want to thank the listeners today for tuning in. So you can definitely find Carrie's website and everything in the show notes. And you should definitely join the live streams on the 19th. That's going to be a blast. And I'm really excited. Yeah. So, yes, subscribe to the channel. Follow Zenden on Instagram if you have problems yet. At Kayla, please do that.